everybody. Welcome back to Cruise Control. It's Monday, September 18th, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I'm your host, as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a lot of, lot of fun. A lot of things happened that were just amazing for you because we're happy to be back, though. It's Monday. Got to get to work, as always. And joining me is my lovely co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittori. Sabrina, welcome back to the program. How are you doing tonight? I'm great. How are you? Doing well. I'm well. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. You have your weekend? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did have a good weekend, actually, which is uh, usually I work and I was off, so it was exciting. It helps a lot, right? Have a little yeah. downtime, relax Absolutely. a little bit. It was uh, my best friend's birthday. Shout out, Chris. Happy Shout birthday. Shout out, Chris Panico, if you're so out there in the a, chat. We had, a, uh, we had a good night, went out and had some sake bombs. Super fun. Uh, yeah. So hey, GR in the chat. Could, definitely could have been a worse weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's good. We got, but there's so AGR. much happening. Sabrina, there's so much AGR. So much happening. We got a new guest back tonight. I love having new people here. It's always fun. But I got a friend I haven't seen him in a long time. Stand-up comedian himself. He's amazing actor. He's writing stuff all the time. He's doing editing even right now. Everybody, welcome to Cruise Control. I got another coming. Just welcome Mark. Mark Hurtado to Cruise Control, everybody. How you doing, Mark? Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, man. How you been? Uh, what an energy drink you are. Hey guys, <laughs> good to be here. I'm very pumped. Uh, not as pumped as Brian, but I'm definitely pumped. So yeah. No one's as pumped I as Brian, don't I, feel bad. I try to amp it up. I don't yeah. know, it's just, you know, give me lots of coffee, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. just, what are you uh, up to, Marks? I, I know, I know you do stand up. What do you got there? Oh, White Claw, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, I actually have to, uh, I have to drink more. Uh, I'm about to go to Thailand literally on Thursday and, oh wow, you know, I like to drink, drink is cool, but I just haven't done it in a while and I'm like building up my tolerance. I'm trying just to sip on some stuff. So when I get there, you know, it'll help with like, just not feeling terrible afterwards, you know, like basically I'm working out my alcoholism, you know, that way. Yes. <laughs> What are you going there for? Yeah, I stopped. Um, really uh, a fun friend's birthday. I mean, all the nice. time we go to Thailand. Uh, we're going to do like Bangkok, Phuket, PP Islands, all the funny named ones. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be fun. And how's the stand-up going? How's it been? Like, to know, like, with the strike, people are probably still going out, right? You're still doing that, I'd imagine. Yeah, the thing about stand-up is, stand I mean, I just did uh, like two shows in San Diego. I literally just got back last night. Uh, stand-up's good, but stand-up is um, stand-up. Stand-up is part of my life. I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. I love it, but it's just not like the best source of like income. So it's one mm -hmm. of those things where I'm always kind of just chasing it just because I love to do it. But, you know, I, living out in L.A., I try to actually have my hands in like other baskets just because... You know, a lot of comics uh, who just, it's just a really hard life. You know what I mean? And yeah. hard life's kind of fun too. But, you know, there's just so many more op uh, like opportunities in LA. Like all the stuff you listed at the beginning. Right. There's a lot happening. Always. Well, I'm so happy you decided to join us here. And everybody out there, Mark's awesome. You got to check out his stuff because he's just great. Honestly, he is. And he's a friend of the show. And hopefully have him back after this, too. But, Mark, I'm happy you're here because when we have people here for the very first time, there's always something we talk about, Mark. And that is some breaking news. First thing that I want to dive right into is, well, The Wonder Years. The Wonder Years is canceled. So if it's a, a show you've been watching for two seasons, unfortunately, it's going away. Now, apparently, it's been the lowest rating program for ABC over the summer. And so 
I mean, it's not the most rated and least watched for an ABC series over the summer. They actually push in the summer when they were talking about renewal. And then people were thinking, well, it's probably going away because you're pushing the summer. They probably don't have faith for it. Usually a summer, it's not the best months for products or for shows. So they pushed it and did two seasons, of course, is based off the 1988 original series, a new inspiration. It's a new show. But if you're a fan, it's gone, everybody, unfortunately. But the Wonder Years says goodbye. And as that says goodbye, Lego Masters is coming back now. <laughs> I just saw this and I laughed because of course it's a reality show and that's what's kind of been pushing right now. It's a competition show and because everything's on strike and people aren't actually able to work right now and programs are down, they're doing more stuff like this and Fox picked it up for another season. It's two weeks before even the new season comes out. Season four is coming out and on top of that too, they actually picked another, another show, a third edition of Lego Masters Celebrity Holiday Bricktacular. I don't know what that is, but it's coming out late next year. So Will Arnett's hosting this. He's also executive producer, and it's probably a great thing for him. And if you're a fan of that, you got more of it coming. And if we don't have more coming, you don't have more winning time because winning time is canceled too. Unfortunately, winning time is gone. Now, if you're a fan of this, it did two seasons, and they just aired the last episode for season two last night, Sunday night, and afterwards they announced that it was canceled. I mean, it's, it's just, it just sucks because the creator actually came out and said, the co-creator Max Bornstein said that it's not the thing that we had in mind, but nothing but gratitude for what we did and love and debuted back in March of 2022. And I think really the reason why this has gone after two seasons, everybody, is that it's, they spent a lot of money on this program. I don't know if anybody worked on it there. Uh, Mark, did you work on this at all? Because I know a lot of people have worked on this and they would have... 16 hour days this is like during covid stuff too where they're wearing masks and testing and all that so they're paying extra money for that and then on top of that they have massive cattle calls of people like which when you have a lot of background and it was just like a lot of money every day and then actors wouldn't show up once in a while and they just like would push stuff and i had certain a lot of problems i think that's probably why it's going away but did you ever work on this did you were you a fan of the show uh no i haven't seen the show but i can only imagine if they're recreating you know the lakers season just how much it would have cost just for all of the drugs, you know, you know, the uh, historical accuracy. John um, yeah, like, no, I, haven't that. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, I didn't get to watch the wonder years either, but it is sad that we got to lose the wonder years twice in my lifetime. So <laughs> it's, yeah, that's little, very true. It's very true. Once, now here we are again, you know? Yeah. What? Can you do? We'll get canceled again. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sabrina, yeah. what do you think about this? Do you think I that the, the old one? I did too. The original one was great. I mean, I, I saw a little bit of the new one. I think it's just it's just hard. Like it wasn't doing well. Maybe it was the time slot. Maybe it's just like people are fatigued with reboots. So I mean, I, I thought it was a great idea, but you know, and, Fred, and there was stuff with Fred Savage too. Fred Savage came in to direct the first season. There was all these allegations of sexual abuse and stuff with him. So he got, he got canned. So it was like a whole thing. And then I think on top of that, that didn't really sit well for the show. Yeah. yeah Fred Savage to, is awesome. To, yeah. It's hard to recapture, you know, the charm of the first one, you know, they had a young Mailer Manson. I think that was like a rumor that he was the kid with the glasses. <laughs> oh, um, that's right. And, yeah. Uh, that was Paul. His name was Paul. Like, hey, yeah, that was a big debate back in high school. Like, wasn't he in the Wonder Years? And uh, yeah, and they have no Marilyn Manson in the new season. So, of course, it's going to fail. Didn't work well. Sabrina, are you surprised that they're going away these shows? Do you think that winning time could have lasted longer if there wasn't a strike right now? Uh, I mean, I don't really know. I. I guess winning time may have been able to. I feel like a lot of streaming services were like kind of waiting to renew things or thinking about it. And now, like, 
because of the current climate, they're not doing that. Uh, they're not renewing as many things or things that they were renewed. They're actually, you know, walking back and canceling. So um, I feel like that could be a victim of circumstance. Um, you know, network shows are I, everyone's on streamers now. So I feel like there's not as many people that are, you know, watching regular TV and it's harder to find things like that. So that could be part of the reason why uh, the Wonder Years wasn't super popular either. Yeah, it's it's just it's just sad because, you know, there's a lot that goes into all these productions. So when they get cut early and they expect more and that doesn't happen, I mean, it's it sucks for the crew. It sucks for the writers. It sucks for the actors, it sucks for everybody and the fans, especially, too, because a lot of stuff's happening like now because, again, the strike, you know, they're canceling shows left and right. This is not a normal thing. Or not Normally, it's not a normal thing, but now it is a normal thing, as we've been talking about, because, you know, things are getting pushed further and further into further years, like 2024, 2025, because they don't know when they can actually begin shooting. And so they're just canceling shows thinking that the fan base won't be there when they come back so it's just it's happening more these shows are going away unfortunately so if you were a fan uh you're gonna you're gonna hate it but i got some update on that wga strike everybody because they're finally sitting down on wednesday with the amptp to talk again so it's big finally they talked about it last week we announced it i think friday that this was happening but they i made an official announcement today and the wga said the wga and the amptp have now confirmed a schedule to bargain this week starting on wednesday you might not hear from us in the coming days while we are negotiating but know that our focus is getting a fair deal for writers as soon as possible reach out again when there is something of significance to report I think it's great that this is finally happening. I think everyone wants this to happen. We want to deal. We want to get back to work. We want to start going forward because a lot of shows can't work right now. So has this affected you a lot right now, Mark? Like, how has the strike affected you? Because we haven't had any in the show, so it's a big topic here. Yeah. I'm a, I'm WGA. I am uh, currently unemployed, and I was working on a thing. Uh, well, we were trying to get a thing off the ground that we were in talks for, and now it's all just frozen. And also, you know, in this industry with enough space, things just kind of die. Like if, if it's, if it's, if like the momentum just doesn't keep going. So yeah, yeah I'm affected. I've done some protesting. Um, I hope the talks work out cool, but I just feel like we're going to be in this for like a, a bit longer. I don't think we're getting out of it anytime soon. It's kind of a mess, honestly. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the last time they actually sat down was like August 15th and the uh, AMPTP was like, eh, we're not going to do anything with this. Like, just take our older deal. We're not going to negotiate. So it just seems like they've been yeah. gaslighting for a while. And, and it's, we got to stand up right now. SAG AFTRA and the WJ have to stand up. And after all this time, we have to get a great deal. Just have to, because we can't waste it and squander the time we've spent right now pushing up, pushing back against the man to try to get a better deal. So um, it sucks. It, it's affecting all of us. You're right. And that sucks that you had a, a script ready yeah. to go. Cause like I was just saying, a lot of times you have something like that and the people are ready to go. And then they forget about stuff. It just happens. It just hits the wayside. Like you have all the motion moving forward for your project. And then it's like, and there's nothing. And you're like, but I thought we had this happening. Right. Yeah. I do. Uh, I do punch up work for a couple of YouTube channels because that's not on strike because that's mm. just the internet. So there's like some, some lanes that are kind of opened up. Yeah. There's some but, great uh, here and there. Yeah, it's we need it. more people striking. Okay. We got, we got, you know, we got SAG, WGA. We need WNBA, PGA. Let's get it all. You know. Yeah, everybody get together and, and just like, I mean, there's a video game thing right now too. So the video game, uh, performances might actually strike too. There's a whole vote that's going out for video game. So I mean. There's a lot of happening with these strikes. And of course, there's the big one with the automotive industry right now. Two people are talking about. So everyone just wants a better deal right now because everything's so expensive. And it's just it's just tough. Like, you know, people don't want to share the cut of the pie. And it's unfortunate. But also because of this, a lot of talk shows are trying to come back. Like the Jennifer Hudson show is trying to come back. 
Now, this is great. I got a snowball effect of things I got to talk about right here. So Jennifer Hudson was going to come back today, was going to start. But she said that they're delaying now. They're delaying. And Jennifer Hudson said that after much discussion and Hudson's urging, they're shutting down and pausing production. And people were about to pick it there, too, because this was a WGA show. And they were going to start without writers. And they said, well, we will just have them improv or she'll just improv will be fine. But they're like, no, this is a WGA show. Like, you can't start. And she was going to do it, but she decided to stop. Someone else decided to stop was the talk. The talk as well, a CBS production, also has WGA writers involved that couldn't be there. And they said the same thing. We're going to have men problems. We're going to have people come back to work. We know it's not going to violate the WGA at all. We're just going to go back to work. But it really will. It's in WGA production again, like they shouldn't be filming without WGA writers. And so, again, they pause their, their talks, they pause their talk, and they're going to be uh, waiting until the strike's over as well. And it all came down to Drew Barrymore, everybody. Because Drew Barrymore was the very first person that came forward and said she was going to go back to work. And of course, she had three writers. We talked about this last week. Three writers in the picket line that very first day they came back. And then more people joined. They were like, this is not right. You're a WGA show. And she went back and forth. She put a video out on Friday. And she said that she was sorry, but they had to continue forward. And then last night, she actually said, I have listened to everyone. And I am making the decision to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. I have no words to express my deepest apologies to anyone I have hurt. And of course, to our incredible team who works on the show and has made it what it is today. So the fact is she came forward and finally said, hey, I'm not going to do this. A lot of backlash on her. People have been really giving her shit about starting back. And she finally listened and she's like, hey, we're not going to do it. And CBS, too, were like, yeah, OK, all right, we're not going to do that. But you know what? The one person, though, I'm going to tell everybody that I was shocked that I heard before we came on was that Bill Maher himself is actually delaying his program, too. And I did not think Bill Maher was going to do it. I thought Bill Maher was going to 100 percent get in there and be like, we're shooting because he made a whole stink about it. And he said today, he said, my decision to return to work was made when it seemed nothing was happening and there was no end in sight for the strike. Now that both sides have agreed to go back to negotiating, I'm going to delay the return of my real time show for now and hope they can finally get this done. For now, he says, though, for now. I mean, this is everybody saying this, too. It's like, well, we, we got to get back to work. People are hurting. We understand that people are hurting, but it doesn't help anyone's cause if you're not striking with everybody else and you're going back to work and putting money in producers' pockets, giving people content and not helping fight the good fight. So I know that a lot of people, viewers we have in the show, be upset about this news because people were excited these shows are coming back. But honestly, this might help everything else come back sooner because if people go back to work, and don't support the strike. It's just going to slow everything down. It just really will. Sabrina, are you surprised about this is happening? Are you surprised everyone kind of like one after another, bam, 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 started deciding to delay? Or you think this is just going to happen regardless? Uh, no, I think, I mean, I don't know. I think once all that backlash hit Drew Barrymore and then she like had that crying apology on Twitter that she then took down and like, you know, like the, that whole like evolution of what was going on with that, which is kind of what... I believe started people like being like, well, she's coming back. Then we'll come back. So I think it was like a domino effect of people saying that they were going to come back. And then the same thing domino effect the other way of walking back that they were going to come back. Like, honestly, I don't like doing a talk show. The only person and, you know, it's still not fucking cool, but the only person who really could do the show without writers would be Bill Maher because he was not going to do the uh, new rules. He wasn't going to do his monologue. He wasn't going to do the, the death segment that he does. Like, so it was just going to basically be an interview show, which then kind of puts him in a category with the news. I still don't agree with it. He's in the Writers Guild. He has, you know, tons of writers on a show. I still think it's completely and wildly inappropriate. But for someone like Drew Barrymore or Jennifer Hudson or like the talk, you know, where they 
they have a much more it's it's more like a, a daytime talk show as opposed to like something that he could kind of switch to a news desk situation um like i just find that it, it would there's very little chance that there isn't somebody giving her or giving them or giving other people like what what to say like there's no way that there's no writing happening there so i feel like that's really supporting a scab situation and it's definitely inappropriate and not going to help the strike so i'm glad that they're walking it back and i'm glad that they're not going to start again um you know just in solidarity like i'm sorry for people who are going to miss their content i know there's a lot of people that love those shows and miss those shows and want those shows to come back. But like Brian said earlier, I agree. Like, you know, the, if, if everyone stays together and we don't do it right now, hopefully it can get to a resolution sooner. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed because Drew Barrymore said that Sunday and then it was like, I'm like, well, wonder if anybody else would do it. And then it was like the top Domino effect, Jennifer Hudson, and then all of a sudden Bill Maher today. So, I mean, Jesus, it's, it's great. It's happening, but I get Hi, people to be upset about it. Hey, what's up time now, Mark, as a WGA member, were you like, upset that Bill Maher was going to go back to work because he's a member too or were you like this kind of makes sense to me that everybody would start working if they can oh I was just really impressed uh this guy is like VP of just doing things to make people hate him I just I thought he was kind of <laughs> crushing it. I was like this is like the perfect thing to make people keep hating you he's just so good at it yeah and also Drew Barrymore of all the shows that are that are like that we want back that could come back on all these different networks it's weird that she thought that we needed more Drew Barrymore right now, you know, <laughs> like, is the, like so many places are shut down and it's just weird that she thought, no, I think, I think th this is what the people want. We need more of, uh, <laughs> of me right now. Cause, uh, more of me. Course, Everybody uh, wants to see know, me. I'm going to perk them up. Yeah. Um, cause I'm sure she's hurting for money right now. Uh, what, you know, it's just like, like the people who need it are the people who are working for the show, you know, but yeah, it's true. It's, and it's and a lot of people were paying their crew too. Like uh, Jimmy Fallon's been doing that. Jimmy Kimmel, they had that whole Strike Force yeah. Five doing that podcast where they're paying their people. Awesome. And Bill Maher said he paid a little bit. He said I paid a little bit, but it's like, honestly, that's what people are doing. They have the money right now. It's like you're just taking care of their crew because yeah. I mean, that's what you should be doing, I think. And Bill Maher, you're right. Bill Maher likes to just cause chaos. So I was like, I did not expect him to be like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, not gonna not come back now. I said I'm coming back, so I'm coming back. So I was shocked when I read that to him. I'm like, oh, he did it. I was like going through the notes. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to add it on there. He's coming back. He, he's stopping it too, like everybody else. So yeah, but Drew Barrymore. Yeah, what I don't know. She was just, she was going nuts online about everything too. Like the crying video and then she took it down and then she's saying her friends were hassling her too. I, I mean, I get it. People are like, you're being a scab and everyone's like, scab, don't do that. Like support your union, support other people that are working on your show. I, and I get people are frustrated because there's other people that aren't working. And I understand that. And that sucks. There's a lot of people suffering right now, but I put on the producer's back, put on the studio's backs and be like, hey, take care of the people and get us back to work, exactly. you know? Yeah, because they're, they're not going to do that, though. Yeah, it's cool that, like, the white blood cells of, like, the writing community actually kind of came up and, like, ended up like, whoa, 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 take a step back, you know? Like, it kind of fixed itself. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were like, we're going to picket that really bad, everybody. And they started picketing right away. They were, they were picketing... Yeah. Uh, they were picking the talk here in CBS Radford Studios. They were outside talking there. They were in New York picketing Drew Barrymore. I mean, they were talking about picketing Bill Amar too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good that everyone's, the solidarity is amazing with this whole thing. So with SAG and with the, the WGA, like the way they've come together, like these, these big, big pickets have been amazing and just like breathtaking and just makes me really believe in the industry a lot of times when I see it. People are like actually on the same page what they want and what they need. It's great. It really is great. Yeah, cool. but you kind of expect people to flake, right? But no, they're all staying strong and it's cool to see, you know? 
Yeah, it really is. And I, I just don't I just don't think that I mean, I'm trying to be optimistic about Wednesday that they'll get a deal moving forward. But as these things take, if they actually start going back and forth negotiating, it's going to take at least a week or two to get a deal. I think I don't think there's some like sign a deal tomorrow and be done with it. So it's not like maybe we're getting closer, but I, I still am just I don't believe it's going to happen that fast. Well, but I don't even know. if it does, like then they still have to get to the table with SAG and then reach an agreement with SAG. And like, you know what I mean? So like, it's not, it's, it's not going to be like, there's even if it, on day one, they were like, okay, great. Everything's perfect. We're going to sign these contracts. We love it. Like by the time like that gets into play and then they sit down with SAG and they reach an agreement with SAG and then that gets it like all the lawyer paperwork, everything. Like there's no way that it's going to happen that quickly. Like it, we're still at least a month out, I think. Yeah, as unfortunate. At the, at the best case yeah, scenario. Last, last strike was 100 days, right? Yep, and, and we're, we're at, past that. We're 130s. Yeah. yeah. There yet, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, we're past yeah. that. We're, we're like, 137 or something like that, or 140, something like that at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 insane. It just doesn't seem like it's ever going to stop. Hey, Chris. But we'll get we'll get back there. We'll get back there. That might not stop. But something that might be stopping very soon, and I hate to say it, but I'm gonna say it is Russell Brand's career might be stopping very soon because the way things are going for him right now doesn't sound too good. And I'm I'm you know, it's all legend. It's all legend, it's all legend. So we don't really know what happened until I we get it's further. All into legend. It. I was it's like, all wait, legend. What? It's all legend. <laughs> the legend of Russell Brand. Uh no, no. <laughs> but Russell Brand has been accused now. Man, let's get serious for a second. He's been accused Sorry. of rape, sexual assault, emotional abuse. Now, this came forward over the weekend. Now, apparently, it's a joint investigation with the Times of London and also with Channel 4's documentary team, Dispatches. Now, Dispatches actually put out a whole documentary over the weekend. It's 90 minutes. They aired it on Saturday night, and they had a bunch of women come forward in that saying that he had abused them. And then, they, I guess, they sent him a letter, and then he, he got at it right away on, on YouTube because he's huge on YouTube right now and put a whole thing out there being like, hey, this is absolutely just wrong. He refutes the whole thing. He's saying it's not true. But the five women, they said four of whom asked to remain anonymous. But there was one that was like, I guess she was 16 years old and he would call her the child. It was like, I'm like, why you would call her the child? But Brand apparently, well, she allegedly says that Brand assaulted her when she was 16 and he was in his 30s during a three month emotionally and sexually abusive relationship that included one incident. And everybody, I hate to say this, where he forced his um, <clears throat> he forced his penis down her throat and also caused her choke. And then one time where apparently they were having sexual relations, he apparently took the condom off without her letting know. And then apparently he was calling it the child. So this is going on for a while. Apparently his agent knew about it. That's allegedly, but that's deeper down a, a rabbit hole. There was also a second woman said that he raped, uh, he raped her at his home in Los Angeles back in 2012. A third one said she was working with him in LA and he sexually assaulted her at his West Hollywood house. And then he threatened her if she goes to the cops that he would blackmail her and then a 24 year old runner claimed brand once flashed his penis at her and she didn't like it and then he said don't you want to give him moral sex and so the list goes on and on there's even like brand's professional personal assistant helen berger said that you know bunch of people he was sharing pictures of naked women with people and he was putting it out there and laughing and making jokes about it and a female comedian actually said at one point that he uh would bite her when he saw her with different bite men face, yeah. yeah bite her in the face so this is about something going on he just did a whole event at the uh, troubadour weebly park theater and people were cheering 
hearing when he was saying that, you know, this is all wrong. And he actually postponed his remaining dates of his comedy tour because of all this. And of course, his agent dropped him. So a lot has happened with Russell Brand right now. And of course, there are allegations. We have no idea. This was a time in his life where he said that he was more promiscuous. He had a bunch of issues happening at that time. He was very sexual right there. And he said everything was, you know, within everybody it was all consensual he said but uh, let's let's watch this little video i have a little clip of him before we get into it but here's what russell brand had to say about the whole situation i've received two extremely disturbing letters or a letter and an email one from a mainstream media tv company one from a newspaper listing a litany of extremely egregious and aggressive attacks as well as some pretty stupid stuff like uh, my community festival should be stopped that i shouldn't be able to attack mainstream media narratives on this channel but amidst this litany of astonishing, rather baroque attacks are some very serious allegations that I absolutely refute. These allegations pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies, and as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. I was always transparent about that then, almost too transparent. And I'm being transparent about it now as well. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question is there another agenda at play? Particularly when we've seen coordinated media attacks before, like with Joe Rogan, when he dared to take a medicine that the mainstream media didn't approve of. And we saw a spate of headlines from media outlets across the world using the same language. I'm aware that you guys have been saying in the comments for a while, watch out, Russell, they're coming for you. You're getting too close to the truth. Russell Brand did not kill himself. I know that a year ago there was a spate of articles. Russell Brand's a conspiracy theorist. Russell Brand's right wing. I'm aware of news media making phone calls, sending letters to people I know for ages and ages. It's been clear to me, or at least it feels to me, like there's a serious and concerted agenda to control these kind of spaces and these kind of voices. And I mean my voice along with your voice. So yeah, so he's kind of twisting it too, saying that it's the news media kind of coming after him maybe too, refuting all the allegations, saying it's completely wrong. It's it's just, it's just a lot for him because he has been blowing up on YouTube ever since COVID, I would say. And of course, he does push conspiracy theories sometimes but he also does i think have some some good points at times about things too so i've listened to some of his youtube videos as well and he's been taken off and he goes to rumble and comes back so he's had some hate of course when you do this he's got like six million followers though that are actually listening to him i don't know can it be a conspiracy theory sabrina is that what this is or do you think there might actually be i mean we, we don't really know what happened behind closed doors but do you think there's a conspiracy theory to take him down uh, no, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. And I think it's wildly ridiculous for you to try to say that to people because they are going to take that seriously. And it's just going to fuel the division of our country. I'm I'm really upset that you're politicizing the fact that you're rapey. Like, that's not nice or cool. Um, and I'm not saying that as a fact, but there are and have been, aside from this instance, way back when, many issues with him and his, you know, forwardness or exposing himself or saying fucked up shit like saying to some guy he was interviewing interviewing that he would send his assistant naked to his room um or you know as you mentioned uh the the runner who went to his room and he flashed his dick and said you know maybe put put it in your mouth like i don't i don't understand how any of that's okay 
Um, I also, uh, I mean, obviously innocent until proven guilty. Oh, yes. And, you know, I, you need to see what kind of evidence there is. But one of the girls uh, has uh, text messages from after it happened saying, you know, when, uh, when a girl says no, it means no. And his reply was, I'm sorry. So that's pretty damning. If you ask me, the same girl also uh, went to a rape treatment center and had her, you know, was treated for, for being raped. So I don't, you know, I, that doesn't seem like it was made up at all to me. Also the 16 year old girl uh, who he allegedly groomed for uh, a long period of time. Also, one of the things that he used to make her do was read passages from Lolita. And Lolita, for those who are not familiar, uh, is a book about uh, a, a you know middle-aged man uh, having a predatory relationship with a 12-year-old. So that seems pretty fucking fucked up, if you ask me. Um, I'm just, I don't, I, I, like, there's a difference between being promiscuous and being a, you know, misogynistic, uh, narcissistic uh, person who thinks that, like, anyone who comes across your path wants to fucking sit on your cock because that's just not a fucking thing <laughs> but so. i mean we don't really i mean yeah i mean the thing is like he was saying that he it was always consensual though i mean the thing is i just don't buy the whole conspiracy thing i think there is probably more then again like who knows what he was doing sex drugs and rock and roll at that point in his career and he was pretty big at that point so i but sabrina you're right there's all these people the text messaging there's a lot of stuff that makes you wonder really and of course they haven't gotten to the court of law yet but we'll and these see are only the people that were in this documentary on channel four in london four, yeah. like that's that's not you know that's just you know these people that they got to go on record and and say that about and they like the the one of the one person has filed since that came out a report uh with the police in london you know that they are are saying that they had an issue with him as well um but like honestly i just don't i don't i don't understand how uh you can go on record and say that they're trying to take you down because you talk against the mainstream media like, so you think that these girls who don't know each other, who are from different walks of life and are different ages and knew you in different countries, uh, all decided, let's take him down because he's really popular on YouTube. Like, come up with a better excuse, man. Like, I don't understand. And again, promiscuity doesn't mean that no doesn't mean no. So... Yeah, I mean, if, if that's if that's if that stuff's true, and they they bring forward that evidence where they're saying like it was like saying no, and then you shouldn't be doing this. I mean, I feel like she maybe, said no means no, and he said and, I'm sorry in a text message. Yeah. Like I don't really know how how else you can interpret that. There's also people are trying to say online too, like oh, the, so many women are throwing themselves at him that of course he would never rape anybody, and I'm like that's well, no, we don't really know. No, Look at the, the problem now. is because so many women are throwing themselves at him, he thinks he can fuck anyone he fucking wants to. That's the fucking problem. That's, that's a massive so problem. So the one person who says no, he's like, no, I don't think so. Everyone wants to fuck me. Like that's, it's it's the, the narcissism that comes with being famous that some people don't know how to handle. And I, I don't think he's that way anymore. He's married. I hope that he is a different person, but I don't, I mean, I, in my personal opinion, like, I don't think that these four women, five women who don't know each other all came up with a story somehow and decided like, let's do this to him right now because he's popular on YouTube. That just seems wildly ridiculous and, and you know, far-fetched. And I feel like it's just trying to sow that seed of doubt um, uh, with his followers, which is quite a few people, yeah. you know, and, and try to like basically million, pass million? the buck. Like, I don't, 
you know, just being like, I admitted that I was promiscuous is not the same thing as admitting that you did things that people didn't want you to do to them. Oh, weird. Yeah, I agree, Sabrina. It's just, I, I think we have to, there's a lot more we have to find out. He did jump on this grenade right away. Of course, of why course wouldn't you? Have to, you have to get ahead of a story. Yeah. Watch any episode of Scandal, yep. and you know <laughs> that you have to be the press to it. So before this even happened, he had made the uh, statement and they had the 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 uh, documentary had released like the the um, transcript of it. So a lot of people that watched it had already read the transcript and had already seen his his statement before the uh, documentary was even watched, which is I mean, that's the way you get in front of a headline. It's, yep. it's a news cycle situation like that. It happens all the time. You have to. I mean, only time will tell what actually happens with Russell Brand, the situation. Uh, I feel like he is. I think this will affect everything. And I think he's trying to jump on it by saying that it's a conspiracy against him. But I, don't, I, I really uh, don't think it will affect everything unless he goes to jail. Yeah. Well, he's only delaying his tour right now. His agent did drop him and it was big news all over the cycle. So I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, with the him. agent also said that he knew about three or like the the, the girl. Like called him or or something. Right? Yeah, like they that. So he had knowledge of it. But he said that Russell Brand basically like snowballed him and like, uh, you know, made him think that you know, it was all a lie or whatever. Like, however, he, he pulled the wool over his eyes is what the agent said. Um, and now that like all this has come to light that he dropped him. I mean, I, I, if, if he is innocent, I'm sorry. Just doesn't look good for you, man. Doesn't look good. Yeah, it doesn't look good at all. Doesn't look good at all. Um, and I just say, like, you know, it's going to take some time for it to all work out again. They sent him paperwork, and this was just the initial story that came out. All these women are being anonymous for the most part, and then there, it just seems like there's more and more coming forward. But this has been happening in the news. We got Danny Masterson, it happened to him. Now he's put away for 30 years to life. And, you know, there's the Jonathan Majors thing still up in the air. We have no idea what's happening with that. Of course, that's abuse, so it's a little different. Um, but I, I don't know. But I think that, end of the day, we're we'll have to wait for the information. You know, we're at the see the evidence and the thing is, is that people think that it's easy for someone for a victim like that to come forward and do that. And it's fucking not, yeah. you know, it's not easy. So people are like, why did you wait so long? Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you go to cops? There's like a stigma attached to that. And it's not easy. And it's not easy to even admit to yourself what happened. And like, what did you do to make that happen? Or what could have you what could you have done to change the result? Like, that's not fucking fair to put on somebody who literally did nothing wrong except for exist. Yeah. You know, and people are like, well, what were you wearing? And fuck you, dude. I don't care what the fuck I was fucking wearing. That's not, it's not okay. So, like, people try to victim shame and put blame on victims or people who were in a situation with their boss or with a coworker or whatever the fuck. You know, and it's not, it's not fucking okay. So, I don't, I, I just, if he, again, if he's innocent, fine, sorry. Uh, it just, I, I don't, I find that people are like into the, the vibe of not uh, listening to what people who have been abused are saying, and that makes it harder for them to speak out. Yeah, there's a lot of just a lot of allegations, though, Sabrina, a lot of allegations. I think he had a rude awakening this weekend when he woke up to all this. So, I mean, it's it's tough for because he's a comedian, too. So, like, it, it, people are saying, you know, that maybe they're twisting his words. People look at him, whatever he's saying, they're taking out of context. There's that out there, too. Like, I don't know. Mark, what do you think? Do you think that this is a conspiracy against Russell Brand? Uh, I mean, it's a sad day for anybody that's a fan of his has been watching on his YouTube. Uh, or do you think what do you think's happening here? I don't know. My initial reaction is when it comes to like sexual assault, I think he wears it well. 
I, I kind of feel like <laughs> there's celebrities where you're gonna be know him, but he's kind of like I could kind of I could kind of see it. Um, <laughs> you know, he was an ex-sex addict, and he yeah, had all sorts of crazy stories about like women and stuff. Like in my head, I'm like, I can kind of see this being like a real thing. I don't know. Um, and it even sounded like he's saying, oh, some of it was real, but I've already admitted to it in the past or something like that, which is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, but they, they were fine with it though. Weird, I did that right? stuff, um, but they were yeah, fine with it. I can believe it. Yeah. I mean the whole thing. Yeah, also, I think, if it's a coordinated media attack. Yeah. You think it could be? Is, I don't feel like he was like white hot right now or anything. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel, like, like, I feel like during COVID, I think he was bigger. Yeah, yeah, during yeah, COVID. I feel like typically something like that, if it happens, would be at like the height, like like when you're kind of like this big, very uh, talked about sensation. And I feel like he's kind of low key right now. It just feels like, you know, a lot of people probably didn't even know that he's even doing like a lot of this stuff. So it's uh, very, it's, it's very it's, weird timing. Sus- suspect. It does yeah, seem a little like suspect. I Joe Logan thing kind of makes sense, you know? It's yeah. So huge. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. That's yeah, you're right. And Joe Rogan, like it never falls out. It seems like, but he's, but he was, especially at that time, super big. Everyone was listening to him. Everything he said, you know, that he was even the fact like I'm not a doctor, yeah. but you know, he would start saying that kind of stuff because he knew everybody was listening to him. I mean, how many millions of people, a lot more than Russell Brand, not to knock his millions, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it, it seems suspect. It seems like the allegations are stacking up against him. So we'll keep you posted as it kind of revs up. It's very early on this news, everybody. Big news for Russell Brand fans out there. And hopefully, if it's true, hopefully the women get some kind of retribution here. I mean, we'll see what happens. Though. They're all allegations. We won't know until they go to court. But he might be looking for a retirement plan like Nicolas Cage because Nicolas Cage has a new movie called Retirement Plan coming out, everybody. And uh, I, I saw this and I was, um, you know, I thought this was pretty interesting. I mean, Nick Cage. I love me some Nick Cage. I don't know if everybody out there does, but I love me some Nick Cage. We talk about Nick Cage, friend of the show on all the time on here. But uh, Tim Brown directed this and apparently he came to Nick Cage and he had this idea where he was like, I think I asked myself, this is what uh, what Brown said. The question of what if John Wick just became a drunk for 30 years on a beach on some island somewhere and then you know, he's pushing 70 and he would still, would he still be able to go? Would he still be able to uh, beat people up? Would he still be able to affect his body if they attacked him? Like, what would it be like? And he's like, that was my premise for this. So then I made, he wrote the retirement plan and he approached Nick Cage and Nick Cage apparently loved the idea and hence we have a movie coming out. But Let's watch the trailer. We're going to talk about it, okay? Here's the trailer for The Retirement Plan. I haven't seen my daughter, and now her daughter shows up at my front doorstep and not a word. I think my parents are in some kind of trouble. Oh, Ashley's in trouble. What is it this time? Get on that flight and do not come back without my hard drive. Ron Perlman. for your visit. Pleasure. Lay low for a few minutes. Welcome to the island. I'm losing my patience. Oh, no, no. Ah. Boom. Kills him. I just got out of here with my life. Did you shoot me? I guarantee you there's more men that are already coming. And they will not stop until we are all dead. Come on, Ashley. Come on. Who are you? The old guy, he keeps killing everybody. Everybody. <laughs> the old guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> that girl's great. Who is this guy? My dad's an assassin, isn't he? Yeah, your dad's totally an assassin. It almost looks like if John Wick was supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> a little girl throwing the gun there and catching it. I mean, I, I don't know. Nick Cage, everybody. And Ron Perlman, friend of the show. Freaking Ron Perlman's kicking some ass on those picket lines recently. He's awesome. Such a great person. But yeah, I mean, the retirement plan, who should think about this? I mean, I might watch it. It, it looks like it's fun. Nick Cage looks like he always he gives it his all, all the time. So it could be kind of cool to see. I don't know. Looks like a B-level John Wick. What do you think, Mark? Do you we think this could be meant. good? <laughs> I like it, bro. I, I think I'm gonna wait, like for a bit of word of mouth, because I did this with Renfield, which I just loved the trailer so much because it seems yeah. quirky and cool. And then I ended up not uh, enjoying the movie. So I have a what? bit of a bit of a Nick Cage wounds, who was one of my favorite. So I'm already kind of I'm already ninety percent foot in the door on this. So just like wanted to check it out. Original story. It's not just another sequel or remake of something or some you know comic book thing. So it's already got like a lot of things in its favor. I just hope it's good and like cohesive yeah I, that that's always a problem i feel like he's been doing a lot of these like his career's been changing where he's doing all these like lower independent movies or a24 films he's been kind of changing his direction at the big studio flicks and i think there's been some fun characters and other times i'm like what is happening you know but i i didn't mind renfield it was all right i just <laughs> sabrina loved renfield i tell you that it was fun it was a fun Fucking movie awesome <laughs> Sabrina, what do you think about this? All the blood and all the hilarity and Nicholas Holt was epic. I mean, if I had to complain about something, I guess it would be Aquafina, but I really liked her too. Uh, that movie was great. Renfield was a, an uns and you wanted the bitch. It like, kept pausing as I was watching it. I got really mad, but I still like the movie. Having streaming issues. I thought issues. he was a spectacular Dracula. He had all the teeth. It was great. I love it. Um, I love Nick Cage, so I'm, I, I'm absolutely oh, going to watch this. Did you not like Nicholas Holt? Yeah, no, I love Nick Holt. I loved all the pieces to it, but it just didn't connect with me. There was just something uh, with like the themes and then like the neon lighting and like I don't know. I just it just it did I didn't connect with it. Um, uh, but I'm glad people like it, and I hope they keep making more movies like that. You know. Quick question for you: What were you expecting from that? Like, what were you expecting that you didn't get from Renfield? There was like mm. a big budget vibe to what should have felt like kind of a b movie thing there was like all this big kind of cinematography cgi that was unnecessary when it could have just felt smaller and i think the humor would have worked like a bit better like um interesting it, that's like the first thing that kind of came to mind and then just like a lot of the momentum of the movie i didn't feel any stakes even though clearly there are visible stakes i just none of it like had me like feeling any sort of like tension or or for a comedy i wasn't like cracking up but that's a uh, nick, nick cage is doing stuff like these weird kooky kind of characters right now like i, I mean i'm all about this kind of time in his career i, I hope this is good I, it looks funny it, uh, but like you're yeah. right you don't know from the trailer it's like again it could be a good nicholas cage movie it could be just a random one he chose to it buy like some a, dinosaur bones it has like remnants of that that uh jeff bridges show that old old man yeah, the, show yeah on, the old man you know i feel like they kind of has like a little bit of a remnants of that, except for like much more fun. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think it's it's definitely got uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things going for it. And like Ron Perlman, friend of the show, bro. Thank you for your cause. I appreciate you. 
Um, so yeah, for sure. Uh, I, it just, I don't know. It looks fun. And even if like, you know, like Renfield is like, for me, like, obviously not like, I'm not going to be able to put it in my top 10 or top 50 or top hundred even, but it was entertaining and it did what it was supposed to do. It entertained me for, you know, an hour and a half. So like, I, I feel like this will do the same thing, whether it is, you know, I'm not, it's definitely not going to be a fucking Oscar contender. But um, I will. Uh, what the fuck is this? Like literally, what is this? <laughs> That's Nick Cage's next role. What is Little that? Mermaid too? Wow, Disney, Disney. Look, look at it. Take it in. Take it can't, in. Can't stop looking. Once you see, you can't. You can't stop looking. But yeah, the retirement play. I think it'll be fun. We'll see. It. You know, it's coming out though. And I think it's actually gonna be in theaters soon. So I, I saw the trailer. And I was like, hey, let's just check this out. It's, it's, it's it looks like it's gonna be fun. But love us some Nick Cage in the show again. Friend the show. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Nick Cage. Whatever you're doing. All of Nick Cage's endeavors. Gonna end up watching it too. <laughs> Just like I'm gonna be watching, of course, Deadpool 3. But Deadpool Woo! 3, we gotta get we gotta address more rumors out there because there's more rumors happening about what's happening on Deadpool 3. Now Daphne Keen apparently Christ. is coming in for negotiations. Well, Back, I'm gonna go backwards. When they first announced this, they said Daphne Keene wasn't gonna be a part of this. Well, the fans were kind of saying this because this takes place before the events of Logan. So Logan never met her before, never met X-23, never met her because she's a little kid. Would she be even born at this point? Who knows? But the multiverse stuff, I think there's still room for her to be there, of course. And now word came out that right before the WGA strike, they were actually in negotiations with her to come back into the Marvel Universe to play X-23. Now, would she be a variant which should be the same one probably a variant maybe not but you know a female wolverine has been discussed multiple times in the rumor mill that we might have a female wolverine this would make more sense than anybody else coming in and do it they're talking about a female deadpool too but as we said in this show a million times everyone's talking about everybody coming into this product that there's gonna be like everybody from every aspect of the marvel universe every fox universe person is gonna be in here but this, they were going to do a solo spinoff of X-23 at one point, and James Mangold was going to direct it. Then, of course, the whole acquisition over to Disney from Fox, that got scrapped. So she kind of went to the wayside. But I think that if she came into here, it would be fun because I think their connection was great. But just depends if they want to have a fun multiverse moment because, again, time-wise, it doesn't line up. She wouldn't be there, as I said. It's, it's just it's just before Logan, so they don't want to mess with Logan. But the rumors have come out, and I'm kind of like, you know what? Let's bring her on. Bring her in here. Sabrina, what do you think? Do you think that Daphne Keene's going to come in? Do you like her as a little Wolverine X-23 or what? Uh, Logan is actually, I think, the first superhero movie that I fell in love with. It was so good. It was so good. He was so good. She was so good. Patrick Stewart, so good. Wasn't riding the Cheerio high chair. Like, I'm just, it was such, like, a heartstring, like, pulling, like, emotional movie, but still had, like, all the action and the craziness that you want in, in a flick like that. Um, so I, I thought she was spectacular. I also watched, uh, the, what's, Brian, what's that show, uh, with His Dark Materials. Thank you. Also, oh, nice picture. Lara. Uh, I also watched His Dark Materials solely because she was in it, because she was so good in Logan. Um, and, you know, she killed it in that, too. Um, She's just, I, I think she's an amazing actor. I can't believe, I can't believe how big she's gotten. It's crazy. She's like a woman now. It's like insane. Um, but I'm super uh, excited if she comes. I, I would love, I would love her. I would love to see it. I would love for her to reprise that role. She does a spectacular job. Um, and I think that she would be an asset uh, to 
uh, to Deadpool 3, I, even though there's, you know, roughly 143 stars in that movie Everybody's already. Everybody's in the movie. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I just, I'm, I still would love to see her. And I'd be, I, I would, if I was in the movie, I'd cheer when I saw her. <laughs> who is, who is T- Timothy Chalamet going to play? That's what I would Timothy like to Chalamet <laughs> will probably be Wolverine too. Everybody's going to be Wolverine. Yeah, they're I mean, really pushing the Wolverine variants at this point, huh? At that's this like, point, that's the thing. Yeah, at this point, like everybody's going to be Wolverine. But I think it does make sense, Brian. I think she was great. I mean, she breakout, was so good. Breakout character to the point where they wanted to give her her own, you know, her own spinoff like i said but but then again with all the sequel stuff or with all i said all the acquisitions and all the changing of the guard over at fox like things just go to the wayside sometimes so very unfortunate for her because i think she was great but then again her career has been just rolling around anyway she's been fine she's been kicking ass and doing other roles like you said his dark materials like she was fantastic on that spectacular. yeah just spectacular i'm happy that she's had the career she's had and i would love if she came back in an interview too, Sabrina, she was talking about how when Deadpool was kind of ramping up, and she was like, I haven't got, I haven't heard anything, but I hope they bring me back because I want to come in. It would be great. Like she was super excited about it. She was I would doing love interviews. to see it. Mm-hmm. And mm. now she's like an adult. Like I can't, I, I think it would be amazing. I think it would be great. I think we lost Mark there a little bit. Uh, he was having some internet problems. So if he rolls back in, we'll have him back in here. But uh, you have to get Tim, uh, Timothy in the... Oh, no. Timothy, I mean, they're going to figure it out. Maybe he'll play Gambit. Timothy Gambit. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to do some fan casting on that one. Who do we, who do we have in Gambit already? Uh, uh, oh, there's uh, Channing Tatum. He's in there. There. My favorite. My favorite role he's ever played. And this is the end for those who don't know. I mean, more variations, but I think this one makes more sense than anybody else. I keep throwing all these names out there. I think that she just fit well with Hugh Jackman. They just say, I mean, their chemistry Great. amazing yeah. it was it was great right. it was fantastic and, and patrick stewart too like the way that the three of them played off each other like he he picked like when when uh hugh jackman was like fuck off with that like he was there like it was just i don't know it was just such a it was such a good uh dynamic really was really was mm-hmm. that movie's so I, I it's it's heart-wrenching film but really really good yeah i really I, I, hey, I hey it's back, back. Hey. <laughs> so we're talking about wolverine a little bit i hope it works <laughs> uh, we see ya. We hear ya. There we go. Welcome back. Uh, we were talking okay. about Tiny Tina. Yeah. I don't know if you're a fan of the uh, of the Marvel stuff going on recently, or the Deadpool three. We're joking about how everyone and their mothers in this movie. Apparently, they're like everybody from this Fox universe is coming in, and we're gonna have you know everybody play Wolverine. Apparently, there's a whole thing with Karen Eggert. There's uh, the one with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. They were saying it's gonna be Wolverine. There's so many people. They're like, oh, everybody's Butcher. coming in. Butch. Carl Urban, we just talked about Butchuk coming in from the boys. Apparently, he might play a variation of him. But then also, it came out that Daphne Keene, if you've seen Logan, actually came into the the fold. Now they're saying that she might come in because she might be a multiversal ber- version. She won't be the same one, probably because of the time difference. But do you think that would be cool if you see Logan? Do you think that should be great coming back? Uh, so I'm open for it, and I think it's totally possible, and probably for sure going to be like a little cameo. You know what I mean? Or with, with stuff like this, it could very well be true and then like less on the cutting room floor. Like you never even know. Yeah. But I bet it's going to be just full of cameos. And I hope it's the multiverse movie to end all multiverse movies. And what I mean is we've already seen kind of a few big ones. So do the parody version of it and then like kind of put that little genre to the side for a while. You know, I think this is like the perfect treatment for it. 
Yeah, I mean, all the pieces are there, Mark. They really are. It's like the fact that you have Ryan Reynolds, which Sabrina loves on the show. And you know about that. She loves Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan Reynolds, you got there. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. You got Hugh Jackman back. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty big. And then also a friend of the show, by the way. Friend of the show. Yeah, Patrick Stewart, uh, who also, which you know, Patrick Stewart also was like one of those ones that he kind of spoiled his return, where he was like, yeah, Sir Ian McKellen and I are talking about coming back to Marvel to do this movie we're shooting soon. It was like when they're shooting Deadpool three, and it's like, dude he doesn't care anymore you know so i mean like the rumors have been going nuts about all the people here that are going to be involved in this movie and if it's as big as they say even sean levy who, who's directing was like a lot of the rumors are accurate he said but not all of them he goes if everyone was accurate he goes that would be insane it would be the craziest movie ever but he goes there are a lot of them are true so i mean we'll have to wait and see but i think she makes sense so in this world because yes again logan was so good and the way that she was kind of going to take over the reins, maybe they do it in a way like everyone's talking about who's the next Wolverine and they're all talking about Daniel Radcliffe and all that. Maybe she's the next Wolverine. Daphne Keene. Maybe she is. You know, maybe they give her the opportunity to roll with that. They do a daughter, like a, like a you know, it's, it's his kid. So it's like a daughter dad dynamic. And then she takes over after they reboot everything when he eventually goes away because he can't do it forever, but he can do it for a longer, I think, a much longer because Hugh Jackman's fucking. He's he's awesome. Like uh, he can still do it. He can still go. See those pictures of him right now? The he's only, freaking right to be Wolverine. The only thing that's weird about it is like he specifically yeah. said like he doesn't want to fuck with the timeline of Logan. That's the only thing that like shakes me about this uh this rumor, you know? Yeah. But what do you think about well, that? I mean, Mark? Do you think that's this the will best thing, the comedy aspect? Well, I just think the comedy aspect frees up so many of these kind of questions because it kind of cannot take itself seriously. We do get yeah. to have some kind of genre bending rules and like we can both kind of tongue in cheek see a cameo but also never have to it, it might be it might come back or it might never see it again you know maybe like a john krasinski kind of a thing but a parody version and that's what they were saying about Carl Urban was like the John Krasinski thing because people have been fan casting him as Wolverine for years. He's only like a four year difference from Hugh Jackman. So he's pretty much, you know, the same world. You know, if you're going to not going to have him take over forever, but, a great choice. but you could still throw him in there for a cameo. It'd be fun, I think. And Daniel Radcliffe, too. Why not throw him in there for a cameo? They can go nuts. They can have like a line of Wolverines fight a line of Deadpool in there. I'd be I'd be about that. <laughs> you know, it could be fun. I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff short, in the comedy. I'm team short Wolverine. Let's so Daniel Radcliffe, Daniel Radcliffe yeah. is your guy? Or You know, I underestimate him, but the more movies I've seen him in, I think it's totally possible. You know, I've seen him kind you, of rage out a little bit and I'm like, okay, yeah. I can see it. I can see some Wolverine, you know. And have you, have you watched Miracle Workers? Uh, Mer no, He's, I didn't. Does he, does he rage out in that? He rages out in there a little bit too. And he's, especially in the last seasons, he's been getting like short lights and like, ah, and there've been pictures of him where they put the claws on him and stuff, fan casting online yeah. because of like stills from set. It's, it just, it's just hilarious. People are having yeah. fun with it, you know? Yeah. I vote um, Daphne Keen. Yeah. Superheroes are always portrayed as tall, even if they're played by short actors. So let's get like a short superhero, you know? It's time well, Wolverine is supposed to be short, according to the comics. Yeah. yeah he's supposed to be like a little He's a widow guy. Yeah, and as we talked about before, apparently they were putting them, they were putting people on Apple boxes on him before, Mark. Apparently during X Men One, because they were worried about him being too tall, so they're putting the cast on Apple boxes so they'd be taller than him or the same height. <laughs> For the whole first movie, they, they shot it that way, and then the second movie they just gave up on it because they were like so nervous about his his height being Wolverine. Because you know fans go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cute. He's, uh, he's, yeah. he's just adorable. Trying to make a serious scene, and you're just 
on little apple boxes and stuff and then you step down afterwards and you're like oh hey good job you got that buddy you got that yeah but huge huge jackman i think he's still perfect as wolverine and i'm happy that he's getting a chance to have his like kind of like renaissance it's like rebirth into the marvel universe where he can finish it off in a way that's going to be amazing because like the end of his his career i mean these of future past i think were great uh i think that was a really good swan song and logan of course but i think that in those original ones i wish he would have been in marvel now we get the yellow suit finally we get to have it and the fans get to see him and deadpool finally together i think it's going to be the best ever we're going to get then he's going to go back I, I guarantee when it ends he's going to go right back to logan he's going to die and that's going to be like the best thing ever you know it'll be like very fulfilling for all the fans i think but hugh jackman over under over under ghost rider you think we're getting the nick cage ghost <laughs> would you i i mean there was rumor about it we talked about it a few times on here i feel like i feel like it's not happening i don't know i feel like it's not happening uh Okay. I mean, then again, then again, the fact that Jennifer Gardner is going to be in this, that was confirmed to be oh, Electra yeah. again. That does kind of sway me a little bit. It's like Ryan Reynolds is trying to give people like who they didn't have like a big moment in the sun as these characters <laughs> like a send off. So I think that's great. You know, Holly Berry. Okay. I don't know. I... I'm just kidding. All right. No, they Come Holly Berry's going to be there. At Storm. She's going to be Storm. Oh yeah, she played yeah, Storm. Yeah, yeah, it's not you should have picked someone who's not going to be in there. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, let's not bring everyone back. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm just like, I, I, I love it though. I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's amazing. Like he's like doing this. He got Hugh Jackman to come back, which he said he'd never play Wolverine again, right? And then like he's systematically like bringing all of these people who don't have like a, a, a real like clear ending or or closure for their characters, you know? And like some things were panned uh you know like for certain things and like oh we're not gonna do this because of that or whatever but it has nothing to do with like the actors so like brian reynolds basically i feel like is like opening the doors and being like okay whoever has played whoever and they want to come back i'll make space for you like come into my loving arms if you want it and like the people yeah. who are like fuck yeah he's like i will find a fucking place for you and then you know once that started happening and the reception the reception not receptioning excuse me the reception was like so great he's like okay well we're doing this multiverse thing we need variants so then you have to like cast new people or bring back other people i don't know i just i feel like it's gonna be super fun super zany um i love the first two uh movies uh i i think he's hilarious and magic um and i just i think it's gonna be great do you guys think that this might be the multiversal event that kind of does what people thought Doctor Strange was going to do? But, or do you think the cameos are just going to be in and out and then we won't see them again? I mm. I feel like it's going to be like, I feel like some of the cameo, cameos will be in and out. Like some of them are just going to be mm -hmm. super fast. Um, yeah, I feel like other ones will probably time. play yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like like for the for like whatever the big fight is going to be, like there it's not just gonna be them. You know what I mean? So like there will be variants of people, whoever whatever variant they choose, I don't know. But like it's not just gonna be Wolverine and and uh Deadpool. Yeah. You know, so like it's I probably, it just depends on how they structure it. Is back. So Colossus? Like yeah, Colossus. Oh, Colossus is the mainstay. Yeah, he's he signed on for yeah. sure. And the Negasonic Teenage Warhead. She's back. She's, she's back. And her girlfriend's yeah. back, too. Yeah. I don't know what her name is. That uh, uh, little pink pigtails. Kiki or Kiki or Kiki or yeah, uh, She's back, too. 
Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to have a lot of like, I think there is going to be a lot of cameos, but I think that they're talking about the Illuminati being a bigger version than this too. And the Illuminati is going to be like Jennifer Gardner might be on Illuminati. There's a lot of rumors, but I feel like there's going to the be, rumors. I feel like this is going to be the multiversal movie. That's going to actually like be what we are looking for. A Dr. Strange just was, it wasn't there. I mean, they teased it too much and they didn't go full out. They shouldn't have killed the Illuminati so fast. They should have had him fight at the end. I think too, there's a lot they could have done. They just didn't. And that's unfortunate too, but I just, I just wish they would have gone hope further. It's not a spoof on yeah. that. The multiverse with Dr. Strange. Like I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't see that happening like in that way, but if it is going to be, I feel like no one could do it better than Ryan Reynolds, honestly. Yeah. So I think it's going to be fine. So Hugh Jackman is also in the news because something else happened in his life. Very quickly, we talked about it on Friday, but we got to dive into it just a little bit more. And that leads me to our featured story of the night. everybody i want to talk about hugh jackman and unfortunately we're talking some praises some great things that happened in his life coming back as wolverine but a bad thing that happened to him right now is he's getting divorced so he's getting divorced after 27 years i mean this is wild because people online are being like their hearts are broken they're like oh my god hugh jackman's getting divorced like how are we going to survive i've seen a lot of weird tweets and stuff on my ex about it but hugh jackman and deborah lee Furness are getting divorced they have two kids they actually adopted and they have a lovely family and they've been you know in love for years but apparently they're saying the past six months they've been having some problems and then the past three months it really started getting worse of course he was on tour doing the uh, the music man and she used to go all the time to rehearsals she'd show up too and time like always support him but apparently she wasn't showing up to rehearsals in the past six months uh she kind of like started falling asleep people are like she's falling asleep during his rehearsals and he was getting mad about that i don't know if that's true that just sounds like really weird gossip to me it sounds ridiculous but they put a joint statement out saying that we've been blessed to share almost three decades together as husband and wife in a wonderful loving marriage our journey now is shifting and we have decided to separate to separate to pursue our individual growth now he's 54 and she's 67 right now and a uh, source claims that they were just, they just were falling apart for months. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's just one of those things that you, you, you think, you know, people, and then cause you, you, cause you see them in the news and you see what they're doing, like, and you talk about how in love they are, but you don't really know what's happening behind closed doors. And I've talked about in Hollywood all the time, people schedule sometimes just like tear them apart. I mean, the past six months, he was probably trained to be Wolverine. Maybe the whole idea of getting, you know, of him being so dedicated, she just doesn't want to do that anymore. And, and she sees like, maybe it's so into his role. She doesn't want to do it. I don't know, but maybe, maybe something else can, can, can people actually survive in hollywood that's my question fast can you can you actually survive in a marriage is it gonna happen or are you all doomed even if it's a perfect marriage to get divorced what do you think sabrina uh i don't know i just i feel like this is not like a normal discussion about people in hollywood divorcing they were together for 27 years married for 27 years let alone the time that they were together before that when they fell in love so uh i i don't i don't want to um you know, throw any shade or I don't think it has anything to do with Hollywood. I don't think it has anything to do with like the normal things that people are married for five minutes, like deal with and do. Like, I think he's, you know, I've, I've worked with him. I worked a whole show with him. He's an amazing person. Um, they had a very successful marriage for 27 years. Like, I don't, you know, sometimes things just happen or you grow apart or I, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't want to speculate. And I just, I wish them both the best, honestly. 
Yeah, it's 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 a sad day for them. It's a sad day for you know people who are, are feeling that way too. That it's like, well, if they can't survive, how can we? I don't know. What do you think, Mark? Do you That's think being that dramatic? They were married I, for thirty years. I know, like twenty-seven years. Well, people, That's a long fucking time. People like they, they'll never break up though. You know, you know that's what you thought. But what do you think, Mark? Do you think that uh, do you agree with Sabrina, or do you think that yeah, that a lot of times with schedule and work, you can't really have a marriage last. I think this is only like a positive thing. 27 years is, is an absolute win. Most marriages don't last that long. That's like, I think that's like good enough. Most, I think that's cool. If it didn't work out, that's also cool. You're both going to be rich. It seems pretty mutual. I see it's kind of just like, you know, sometimes marriages don't work and that's okay. It's, it's better than like being in a shitty marriage. Uh, yeah. So it didn't work out and that's okay. But 27 years is like a, a home run. Uh, you know, I think that's good versus like, you know, the typical Hollywood marriages that are just in and out. Exactly. I think it's okay. This is, this yeah, is how he feels about it right now, though. Yeah. This is how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you're right. You're right, though, Mark. It really, yeah. it's like, it's really a beautiful he, thing. He did the role. I mean, like, maybe. maybe. Like, oh, man, I just lost half of my money in the divorce. I'll take a Wolverine role. You know. Oh fuck maybe off! That's like maybe that's the piece. Throw me back in there. I'll start eating those chicken again, yeah. and I'll start lifting the weights. Yeah. Let's do this. It's chicken Jack. time. Yeah, what's up? Sometimes people grow apart. You're right. You're, Mark, that was very beautiful. You're right. It's like sometimes, like you have something that lasted 27 years. Celebrate that, like they're saying too, and not the fact that it broke apart. People go their own ways sometimes, and they actually have a couple of lovely kids that they adopted. They brought a family into them. They gave them a, a place so they can call home. They have two people that have are care for them, and they also had 27 beautiful years of marriage. So, and they seem like they enjoyed every moment of it. So, it's just yeah, they sad to hear. Very happy when they were together. Yeah. Like that's it's it's. You know, it's unfortunate that uh, I, I said on Friday too, like marriage used to be like in, until death, you know, does you part. But that's really not a thing anymore. Um, and it hasn't been for a long time. You know, but for somebody who is a, you know, huge Hollywood actor and could probably have, you know, the pick of the litter, chose to stay with his wife and stay faithful and, you know, be uh, a father to his children, which a lot of people don't take that route, you know. So I, I commend him for that. I don't obviously know what happened between mm. it. Um, but, you know, it seems like it's an amicable thing. It's probably devastating for both of them. Um, yeah, of course. I'm sh Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Um, yeah. It's just, it's like, it's just, you know, sometimes things just aren't going well and at this point in your life and the kids are out of the house and like you know if, if you want space like and that's what it is and fine like i don't I, it's honestly hollywood like has really uh taken a toll on the uh the marriage thing like as people get married for two years and get an old or get divorced or you know whatever the fuck and it's like just a thing and like people think that that's acceptable because that's what they see you know and so like then it just like starts happening everywhere and which is unfortunate because marriage used to be an institution that meant something and now i feel like it just is kind of a thing that you do and then you just you get divorced like you break up you know which yeah. I, I i wish people would take more more uh more care with that type of a situation in this case that is not what this is yeah you know they were together for a very very long time spent a lot of happy years together i'm sure they're grateful for that they're grateful for their kids i'm sure and like you know so this is just it is what it is it's just a parting of ways at the moment it's it sucks it sucks yeah. for the relationship well, he can now finally get with Ryan Reynolds, so it's a happy ending. Everyone's happy. Oh, there you go. 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 Two favorite people. Are you kidding me? 
And they can have lots of Deadpool Marine babies, and uh, and you know maybe that means we're gonna get a lot more Wolverine now because he's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna keep. I'm getting, available. I'm available. I'm ready to work, Marvel. I got you know I'll sign that ten picture deal, and I'll be Wolverine till I'm eighty five. Let's do it, you know. Uh, and I'd be all about that, you know. I could I could see him just maybe he'll just dive into his work, and it might be uh, it might be good for him too to have that time just to dive into it and have fun with Ryan Reynolds in the bed uh, together. What? Anyways. It's like the divorced like divorce dad that's like dusting off the old motorcycle in the garage that he hasn't touched in like, you know, 10 years. He's like, you know, pick up my uh, my hobbies again and I'm going to jump back into uh, Wolverine. Let's bring it yep. back. He's like, Thank you, he's okay, guys. I'll put the Thank yellow you. suit back on now. I'll put the yellow suit on. I'll do it now. I'll do it now. Yeah. I'll do it for you, Ryan, but only you. That's uh, it. He yeah. said a Wolverine a very long time ago, and this just happened. So let's yeah, just rein it in. It's true. Rein it in. Yeah. But, you know, for the fans, you're probably going to get a lot more Hugh Jackman out there. I just think you will. I think he'll be working his ass off now to just keep keep doing well. When we get a resolution from the strike, but that strike's not ending anytime soon. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows at that maybe, point, maybe, right? Maybe. It, no. might, it might be coming. It might be coming, Mark. It might be coming, but... I'm excited about Wolverine. I'm excited about Hugh Jackman. I'm sorry that his marriage didn't work out, but again, I celebrate it like everybody else here because it is amazing. 27 years. You gotta love that. A long time. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for being here on Cruise Control tonight. Uh, we go by so quick sometimes. It's like, bam, 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 we're done. Uh, but happy everybody came here tonight, joined us. Uh, you, gotta, you just got to keep spreading the love. We're at um, 500 and what was it, 97 subscribers, Sabrina. So, so yeah. keep going up every day. And it's just great. Keep sharing the love. And, and Mark, thank you so much for being here as always. You got any gigs coming up right now? Where can people see you? I'm literally performing in Thailand next week if, if I have any oh, shit. Thailand viewers. Yeah, we we probably do. We got people. We have people all over the place. Yeah, it's uh, it's apparently it's some cool. Um, uh, what's it called when there? It's um, uh, 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 when it's all uh, like like people from other countries traveling there that all speak English. Um, it's like a like a hostel type thing, and so it's oh, okay. an international. Crowd. Probably actually very few Thai people. It's just going to be mostly international people. But looking forward to it. Um, and then also uh, I'll be performing all around LA, Texas. Arizona, New Mexico, all for the rest of this year. Uh, hit me up on my Instagram. Link is posted. And also, I'm sorry my uh, computer is being weird. The Wi-Fi just got sketchy. So apologies for that. Yeah, all good. At the Mark Hurtado. You can find him. So everybody check his stuff out and you'll see him on tour and around. He's a friend of the show. Hopefully we have him back soon because uh, I love to chat with you. It was, it was fun to see it. It's been too long. It's been way too long. Thanks for coming on Cruise yeah. Control tonight. Appreciate you. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, let's catch up. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Sabrina, thank you as always for being here on Cruise Control. Appreciate you and hopefully you had a great time tonight. Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. Thank you for having me as always. Yeah, yeah. And everybody out there, thank you for being here tonight. Please like and subscribe. Join our Patreon if you can. And as always, everybody, you got to tell your friends, your family, your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, your nephews, your grandmas, your grandpas, your great, 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 great grandmas, the grandpa that has that computer that he keeps telling you, I don't know why it's frozen. I don't know frozen, but I can't subscribe. Tell them to subscribe to Cruise Control. Help them out. That mailman with that chinchilla in his backpack that he's sneaking in your fucking backyard every day. He wants to burn into your fucking butthole. Tell them to like soup to Cruise Control. Tell everybody out there, the squirrels, the skunks, the possums, the, the fairy tale creatures, all the fucking chinchillas. I fucking hate them. I said again, but fucking the chinchillas and everybody else out there, the qual bears even. Fuck those qual bears, but the raccoons, sometimes you're cool. Anyways, everybody, as always, have a great night. We love you so much. Happy Monday. We'll see you back on our hump day edition on Wednesday. And as always, everybody, see you.